1: A leader makes a public statement 20 years later. Is it 20 years too late? And later, we're going to make some common good rules about Christmas movies. You're listening to The Common Good. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Common Good on this Thursday evening. My name is Aubrey Sampson alongside my co-host, Brian Fromm. We are so glad that you are with us today. If you've missed any of today's show, Please go back, catch up on the old podcast. It's a daily podcast. I'm, I'm apparently just going to sing today's show. You, the closer you happens. get to Christmas, I think. I think, I think more, that's it. I got the, Christmas the more stress spirit. you're
2: feeling. I think it's yeah, all. It's you're all probably all right.
1: right. What do they say about what they? What do they say in Elf? Though, like something, something, cheer for Christmas. To hear, sing a song and Christmas cheer will rise. It's some version <laughs> of that.
2: It <laughs> is not the line from Elf. But I do remember the line you're talking about, but I do not remember exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. I it is I've, cheer I've and paraphrased year. it. Cheer and your yeah. rhyme. And it's something about why I'm singing. That's all I'm trying to say. Anyway, hey, go back and catch up on our podcast, especially our conversation with Felicia's song. Absolutely incredible. She's so wise. I have been you know, thinking about it and can't wait to get to talk to her again in the future. Uh, We'd also love to engage with you on social media, especially later when we talk about what makes a Christmas movie. We are at Common Good Talk on Instagram and Facebook. Okay, Brian, uh, these are always hard. Another story of another leader, blah, 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 blah. But this one, it has a little bit of a unique, quote, angle. I don't even know if it's the right word. Because he's confessing 20 years later. Mm. So let me kind of give you the the story if you haven't heard it. It's Mike Bickle. He's the head of International House of Prayer, IHOP. I only know about Mike Bickle because I was in a, um, I went to a, a vineyard youth group. I grew up in a Southern okay. Baptist church, but I actually went to a vineyard youth group in high school, and everyone was going to IHOP. Everyone loved Mike Bickle. Like he was kind of a really? celebrity before – christian celebrities i didn't know who he was i just knew a lot of people that i was around were really a part of ihop in kansas city i uh, think
2: it's a funny name
1: i know it's a really funny it's a really funny name because of the pancake place
2: yes yes okay
1: so here's the story he has admitted to quote inappropriate behavior and moral failures there had been claims of sexual abuse emerged against him he says those are all false which you know i don't know that's what he says um but he did admit to inappropriate behavior and moral failures. Here's what he said. I think this is really interesting. Some may wonder why I'm just now making a public statement 20 plus years later. It's because I was recently confronted about things I said or did 20 plus years ago, things I believed or dealt with. And under the blood of Jesus, he wrote, since this has now become public, I want to repent publicly. He's got a um, on his Substack or his blog post, he's got a whole uh um confession I guess apology yeah. I yeah. guess which maybe we can read from in a minute but what's interesting is leaders at Ihop are saying his confession to quote inappropriate behavior falls short uh, a preacher related to ihop connected to Ihop says this is just a fraction of what Mike is actually guilty of this is nothing more than a public relations move um here let me actually the 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 document, On his personal subsplash is what it is, is uh, right here on Christianity Today. So let me share some of it with you. With a very heavy heart, I want to express how deeply grieved I am that my past sins have led to so much pain, confusion, division of the body of Christ. I sadly admit that 20 plus years ago, I sinned by engaging in appropriate behavior. My moral failures were real. I am not admitting to the more intense sexual activities that some are suggesting. I hate my sin. I see it as serious and grievous before a Holy God to this day. I remain sorrowful about those past failures. And then I'm, I'm skipping some, but he says since late October, terrible things have been written against me in various communications that describe me and various sinful things that I allegedly did. There are many misrepresentations, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Anyway, he says, for an extended season, I will not engage in my public preaching ministry. He wants to honor and love IHOP, etc., cetera, et cetera. So, right. I mean, you know, it's kind of what you'd expect, I suppose. He says he sees this as God's delayed loving discipline on his life. So we can't – obviously, we only know what we know, whatever. We can't debate if it's worse yeah. than it was, whatever. I, my guess is it was because these stories always come out. But what the confession to me is like – I, I don't understand this God's delayed punishment he's confessing for I don't know it's very you know, over spiritual you know,
2: can I tell you yeah I, I was tracking with them a little bit until the God's delayed punishment that is fancy church word for I got caught
1: I got caught yeah that's, I got caught that's that's what the whole thing reads to me is the over spiritualization of I got caught because it's, this wouldn't have he wouldn't have ever said anything or confessed anything
2: therein lies in. the problem, because yeah. uh, he could be, uh, I suppose, he could be telling the truth. And this was a one off and it got dealt with. And he has lived lived a great life since then. I'm just super skeptical these days. Yeah, I just yeah. tend to and I don't have any dog in this fight. I can do whatever they want. But if you're asking me my opinion, I think he just got caught. Yep. it just came out. Yeah. So now he's doing damage control and if I were a betting man, I would bet there's more back there somewhere. 100%. And
1: Yeah, I'm so That's the
2: where other. these get me uh because uh they they start to talk like they're the victim. Like I didn't yes, do what they, they said. I, yes. I got an idea. If you were truly repentful, I don't know, repent after it happened and after you got caught. I repent guess that's right. 20 years
1: doing. ago and like yeah. Then let it be, quote, under the blood of Jesus. I also think the under the blood of Jesus thing is another way to do exactly what you're talking about. It is like over-spiritualizing... Your own bustedness, you know yeah, what I mean, yeah, and like, yeah. and it's over spiritualizing, brushing things under the rug. Like, yes, there's forgiveness, absolutely, but I don't know. I, I'm a little like, bro, don't like mess with the blood of Jesus like that. I something it feels, about it, it, it
2: does it feel does. manipulative, and I think this goes back. I don't know how many times we can have this conversation, but unfortunately, yeah. we might have it a little bit tomorrow too. Mm. Uh, there comes a point where churches need to go listen. <laughs> we need to be about. Um, we need to be about character. We need to that's be about it. and character. Just because he didn't get caught for twenty years, or just because it was dealt with in a kind of a behind-the-scenes manner, doesn't mm-hmm. mean that there still isn't a character issue here.
0: That's it. That's and
2: it. Uh, and and that's why I I don't know. I read this and I'm like, yeah. And then that phrase to be used, uh, you know, delayed.
1: Delayed, Whatever it
2: was, he said. God's that's just you got caught, discipline. man. Like yeah, you weren't going to admit it. to it anyway. Yeah, that's. I, it, I think what's, frustrating.
1: I think what's frustrating too is just exactly what you said. Like at some point, are we going to go? Okay, enough is enough. Like you're a pastor. You're, you know what I mean. Like you're not you're not just some CEO of some great organization. Like maybe you can get away with things you shouldn't, but like, no, 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 you're a pastor. Like there's qualifications that are biblical, that are social, that are moral, that are ethical. And like, you shouldn't be a pastor anymore. And I'm not trying to say I'm the guardian for pastorship. I'm like, like, I am with sin. But when it comes to like sexual uh sin and my guess sexual abuse my guess is criminal behavior my guess is like some other things and i'm making accusations that are unfair so i'm just call it an alleged like take it more seriously i think that's what also bothers me is i feel like he's not even taking his own stuff seriously enough but ihop certainly didn't although it sounds like now they're trying to but oh well, man everyone I-
2: everyone gets caught right like that's the problem yeah, that's
0: here it. is it. it's it's oh. just
2: The unwilling or I should say the willingness to have kind of swept this under the rug for so long. You just got caught. We understand this with our own children when they get. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, you're sorry because you got caught because
1: you got caught. Right. And
2: So the ramifications now should be the same as if, you know, let's let me over dramatize it. If somebody gets caught for a crime, a heinous crime. 10 years later, we still want justice. That's they it. still should be held accountable just because yeah. they were good enough to be able to kind of skirt Get around by it. by for
1: 10 years. Yeah. Right,
2: right. I no, this, a, is,
1: uh, this is it's, crazy. It's crazy. All right. Well, let's do something better than this. When we return, we're going to talk with our friends from Food for the Poor about powerful things God is doing around the world and how we can partner with them. You're listening to The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. All right, Brian.
0: Mm -hmm. We've,
1: we've danced around this we've kind of touched on it but i think you know we've done some of these like common good rules for airplane travel common good rules for texting common good rules for i can't remember what else we've done i i feel like it's like christmas themed it is time for some common good ruling on what makes a christmas movie
2: what actually and, makes a christmas movie yeah. i'm i'm here for this
1: okay so i'm going to start by telling you the most debate. some of these you'll know but the most debated christmas movies according to reddit okay and then and then you and i i've got some categories for us to think in okay but here's well we'll start the most popularly debated one obviously I heard. die hard is it a christmas yes. movie is it not? Uh, some of these i didn't know gremlins is apparently uh, a debate. I've
2: never because it's, thought of that as a Christmas movie.
1: It's set at Christmas time. Um, okay, Batman Returns.
2: Apparently, really?
1: that's another one. Yep, yep. Uh, very interesting. Uh, apparently, even though uh, there's no Santa Claus in it, it's basically another version of a Christmas Carol, which I've never put two and two together. There, okay. uh, Trading Places. People do call that a classic Christmas movie, but it doesn't necessarily have Christmas spirit in it. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Is this a Christmas movie or is this a Halloween movie? That's a big debate for people. Um, Of course, I've already mentioned Die Hard. That's on the list a couple times, which is really funny. Lethal Weapon. Never heard of that Christmas film, but apparently that's debated. Okay. Oh, uh, Edward Scissorhands. I've never seen
2: Edward Scissorhands.
1: Oh, you haven't? Oh, I, I wish I could tell you it's great. I haven't seen it in probably 30 years, so I don't know if it holds okay. up, but I used to really love it. Um, and then the last one, and I, I, this one is debatable in my mind too, Harry Potter, the Harry Potter series. Are those Christmas movies or not? Okay. Mm. So here are some questions that I think we need to debate. All right. Okay. I'm ready. All right. If it's a Christmas movie, if we're going to call it a Christmas movie, does it need to include a depiction of Santa Claus or a nativity?
2: Uh, it doesn't need to depict Santa Claus or a nativity. I think on a larger okay. scale, it, it, it needs to have Christmas elements that clearly that are like a main part of the movie. So, so, if, like, if it's not so an- like
1: symbols or traditions.
2: Yeah, like Christmas needs to be at the core of the movie.
1: Okay, so Christmas uh, needs to be central to the plot line. That's a question I have later.
2: Yes. Could I I that's a big one for me.
1: Okay, so so an example would be uh uh what's it called? Four Christmases or something like that. Vince Vaughn, Reese Witherspoon, they're okay. going to like four different Christmas events. Throughout the That day. feels like a Christmas movie, That's a even Christmas
2: though. Movie. Yes.
1: Okay. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Um, so it doesn't need to include a depiction of Santa or a nativity for you, but it needs to have Christmas or Christmas traditions central yes. to the plot.
0: Okay, Yes. yes.
1: I, I, okay. I feel like we could agree on that. There's a little bit of me that thinks it needs to have some type of depiction of Santa, just even in the background. Like it's not like it has to be. He has so, to be a character. But I I, gotcha. I, I could I follow gotcha. what you're saying about if a Christmas symbol or Christmas plot line is central, then that counts as a Christmas movie.
2: Yes. I guess I would say – let's put it this way. Something about Christmas sh- – I should be able to watch this movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and go Christmas is a part of that movie. Okay, right? You're not going to watch Elf and go, oh, what was that apart? Because that's different than it just happens to be set in December.
1: Okay. So that's another question I have about setting. Mm -hmm. Does it need to be set in December or like a wintry situation, cold? Now, I understand there are some like Christmas in the Caribbean, Hallmark movies, that's a Christmas movie because they're celebrating Christmas. But like, generally speaking, like would frozen count as a Christmas movie?
2: Ooh, frozen is not a Christmas movie. It's a cold weather movie. (laughs) A winter
1: winter movie is different than a Christmas movie. A
2: hundred percent. This goes back to your Santa. I want to see either Santa or a Christmas tree or some elves or Griffs. Like, Yeah. You know, Home Alone is all about it's at Christmas. They're traveling and he's home alone. Even Die Hard, she's trying to get home for Christmas and there's Christmas music playing. There is
1: Christmas music playing. Yeah. Yep, Yep. That's another piece. Does Christmas music need to be involved? Because the Christmas music for me in Die Hard puts it over the edge as a possible Christmas movie. Otherwise, It does. Otherwise, I would say it isn't because you could take everything out of Die Hard and it would just be a summer blockbuster. But the Christmas music makes a big difference, I think.
2: And something, you know, I'm a big fan of Die Hard and something about Die Hard is that – it's like part of the plot line is I want to be home for Christmas. We want to be yeah. together for yeah. Christmas. Yeah, it's a Christmas party, all that stuff. Let me give you an example of something that's not a Christmas movie, okay? okay. Yeah. One of my favorite movies of all time is Rocky Four, As you yes. know, Rocky fights the Russian. Yes. Rocky fights the Russian on Christmas Day.
1: That's right. In yeah. Russia
2: but that is not there is no element you wouldn't watch the okay. movie and at all no other than in his press conference okay. when they go when's the fight and he goes December 25th uh it's not okay. there's not a so christmas that's not tree a christmas there's movie. nothing he doesn't say merry christmas after knocking yeah. out the russian all of that stuff <laughs> that would have been it amazing just,
1: okay. <laughs> like
2: you said that fight could have happened on october the 3rd and yes. the movie okay. would be identically the same
1: christmas is not central to the plot line right that's that's okay i have a couple more questions for us to okay. debate Um, So, like, I'm going to go back to Die Hard here. I don't think Die Hard has what I would call the Christmas spirit. Now, he does love his family. He's trying to get home to his family. or Who's trying to get home? Is it the wife or him? The wife
2: is on the plane. He's trying to save her so that – oh, no, no. no, That's the second one. That's Um, that's Die Hard, too. too. Yeah, Die Hard 1, she's also at her company Christmas party. She's
1: the one, tri- yes, 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 that's right. Stuck
2: in the tower, but yeah. it's Christmas, it's trees, yes. yeah. you know, it's all that so stuff. So
1: there's a general, I would call, it, like, I think Elf does this well, the Christmas spirit. Joy, family, love, forgiveness, uh, a feel-good movie, I would call a Christmas movie. Um, yes. So so then, I don't know that Die Hard fits into the Christmas spirit category, a movie like – this is where like the one that's um, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, I, that one's a struggle for me too. So does Christmas spirit matter? Does it need to be a feel-good movie in order for it to be a Christmas movie?
2: Uh, not necessarily. I do. There does need to be kind of the Christmas uh, – okay, let's see. Maybe – tell me if I'm wrong on this. Can it be a Christmas movie without a happy ending? I,
1: I think that's an excellent question. I, I don't think that, think that a, it can. I don't know. I, I don't think that either. it can.
2: Christmas is a happy time.
1: Yeah. Now, there is, I will say, and maybe we'll talk about this tomorrow because we're going to do a top 10, like, you know, overlooked Christmas movies. There's a Christmas movie called The Family Stone where something sad happens in it. But in general, it still has a happy ending. So it can, I think, depict some hard things, but it does need to have a happy ending, I think. I think that's,
2: that's I think important. so. I think okay, so. And now, question. Die Hard's not a happy ending for the bad guys. No, it's, but... not, it's not,
1: but we're not rooting for the bad guys when we watch we Die Hard. Not.
2: Yeah, I think okay. I'm, I've never now, thought of that one. I think it needs to have a happy ending happy to be a Christmas ending. movie.
1: Okay. All right. Final question. Um, does it matter what the filmmaker's intent was or is it what the audience perceives it as? Did the filmmakers say, we're going to make a Christmas movie?
2: I don't think that matters. I think it's... Can I ask a question? Why I've never once heard of Harry Potter even refer, even remotely referred to as a Christmas movie.
1: So I think it's because it has it contains Christmas in every movie. There's always a Christmas scene, Christmas moment, Christmas gift exchange. Like that's a big part of the story. Is like Ron Weasley and his family get the bad gifts. Harry doesn't get anything because his family avoids him. But then the Weasleys that take him in, and there's it's decorated for Christmas, Hogwarts, and but it's not a central plot line. So like. I enjoy watching the Harry Potter movies at Christmas because it has that wintry magical feel of Christmas. It's got the Christmas spirit, but it does not have Christmas as a plot line. Yeah. You know?
2: Okay. I got one more Chris, a grand okay. Christmas movie rule for you here. Okay. And this is not a hundred percent. Cause I could watch die hard any time, but maybe this is why die hard is okay. fit. People debate it so much.
1: Okay. Well, I feel like this. a
2: Christmas movie I should be drawn to watch it at Christmas. Yeah. I don't yeah. I do not want to watch elf in July. Yes. Like if elf fair. is on in July, but if elf is on on December 22nd, there's something I'm drawn to about it. Yeah. Uh a Christmas story or a Christmas carol.
1: Yeah.
2: It would be weird to watch those at the end of April.
1: White Christmas. You White want to Christmas. watch that at Christmas time.
2: Those mm-hmm. would be weird. And I guess that's where things like Die Hard and stuff start to teeter a little bit because if Die Hard was on in the summer, you're like you'd you said it's it. a summer blockbuster. You'd yeah. be like okay.
1: Yeah, you'd watch it.
2: So I feel like at least I need to be drawn to it more at Christmas time for it to be considered a quote-unquote Christmas movie.
1: Okay. So drawn to it more at Christmas time features some type of Christmas music? And generally has Christmas as a main plot point. These are our guidelines. I think it, I think we're official. I like
2: it. I like it. I like it. All right. I'm good. All right.
1: Hey, coming up next, we're going to keep up with the Christmas spirit. I'm going to give Brian a Christmas quiz to end the show. You're listening to the common good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. We are in the Christmas spirit. We just had general rulings on what determines a Christmas movie. What doesn't tomorrow. We're going to talk about some of the most underrated Christmas movies that we love, but for now, I want to give Brian some Christmas trivia. We're going to see if we can stump Brian Ooh. about Christmas, okay? And uh Brian, some of these are a little too easy, but I'm going to I'm going to we'll start easy, okay? Okay. Are you ready? Do you feel ready for this?
2: I I'm I'm definitely ready.
1: Okay. Um what is another name for the popular Christmas beverage? eggnog. I told you I was going to start easy, but I actually came in a little strong there.
2: Oh, I don't even get choices. Eggnog. You don't get choices. Yep. I don't know. I have no idea.
1: Would you like me to give you some choices? I'm yeah, going to make, is, I'm going to make this up on the fly. I, so it's going to be I've obvious. I've learned
2: enough to know that your tell is very easy.
1: <laughs> I'm going to have to not look at you when, when I do this. Okay. Okay. What are some other na- what is another name for the popular Christmas beverage eggnog? Is okay. it a chicken scratch? <laughs> <laughs> is it b?
2: You're, you're bad at this. Just tell us what I it is.
1: It's milk punch. Milk punch. really. Yeah, that sounds
2: punch. gross.
1: Yeah, Milk Punch sounds disgusting, actually. Okay, all right, yes. you'll know this one. What did the other reindeer not let Rudolph do because of his shiny nose?
2: Uh, Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer had very shiny nose. <laughs> uh, I'm doing this song in my head.
1: Join in any...
2: Reindeer Games, that's yeah, right. Yeah, right. he
1: couldn't join in any reindeer Was games. Was it
2: bad right? radio for me to be singing the song in my head quietly?
1: <laughs> yes, this is was an that, audio. Was that bad? Media, was that bad? Radio. So. <laughs> I don't know if it's worse than me trying to come up with names for milk. Fun, so. Calling it chicken scratch. <laughs> All right. Um, how many ghosts show up in a Christmas Carol? Four. It is four. I was thought you were going to say three because uh-uh. it, it past, present, future. What's
2: the? So then you have one? the you have the guy, the person, the ghost taking him around.
1: Oh, that's right. Is it Marley? Who's like, yeah, oh, we going to tell you. Yeah. You
2: got the ghost who's, it uh, yeah. looks like the uh, chaperone ghost. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> the tour guide ghost. Okay, yes, that's the good. chaperone. All right. Here's another one. Let's see how well you know old Christmas movies. The movie Miracle on 34th Street is based on a real life department store. What is it?
2: Oh, that's Macy's, right?
0: Yeah, that's
1: Macy's. Well done. With the the Thanksgiving
2: parade. Yes.
1: Yeah. Good job. All right. What are you should know this? What are two other popular names? The most popular names for Santa Claus?
2: Well, other than Santa Claus. Yeah. uh, Saint Nick. Yep. And uh, Chris Kringle.
1: Well done, sir. That's right. Are there any other names for Santa Claus?
2: I don't know. I don't know. In, at least baby. in
1: america <laughs> santa baby okay all right uh elvis isn't going to have a white christmas he's going to have a
2: blue christmas
1: blue christmas that's <sighs> right those
2: are all those. right
1: i think you'll know this but what do people traditionally put on top of a christmas tree a star no, an no, angel. No, no 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 yes an angel my mom has an angel that she puts on a tree every year but we use a star
2: i was gonna say don't more people probably do a star now
1: I think probably the times have changed. Yeah. Okay. I, I do love those little, like, those angels that light up.
2: I okay. do love the stories from old time ago when, like, people had real trees and real candles lit on their real tree.
1: <laughs> that seems so new. You ever
2: wondered about that? Like,
1: yes, that there's no way there weren't a lot of house fires. Like, right? I, I don't understand how that there's how was that possible?
2: yeah i don't know they did a lot more by
1: candlelight back then though so maybe it was just like maybe Maybe the house will catch on fire yeah it's just a risk we're willing to take because we need to be able to see all right you mentioned this movie earlier but in home alone where are the McAllisters going on vacation when they leave (sighs) kevin behind
2: i am pretty sure they're going to paris
1: they are going to paris nice. i'm very jealous of I, I have you seen those memes where it's like how what job did mr McAllister have i want that job <laughs> he's yeah, taking so he's like huge house seven people covers. and his grandma to paris at yep, christmas yep. yeah yeah that's a good one all right uh in the classic christmas movie how the grinch stole christmas oh.
2: the grinch
1: was described with three words what are they
2: uh, I mean, he's described a lot of ways, but there's the one where it's uh it's I was just singing the song with Emily the other day. Yes, are, it's we, are we are we referring song. are we referring to the line where it stinks stinks stunk?
1: That's it. Well done, sir. Nice. Very impressive. Very <laughs> impressive. That's impressive. Yeah. That's that's a great song right there. It's great, great
2: and song. weird. Yeah. Great yeah, and weird.
1: So fun. Um okay. This one's interesting. In which modern-day country was St. Nicholas born?
2: Oh, I knew this, Oh, but right. now I don't. I knew this, but now I don't. I, I feel like never
1: it's... in a million years would have guessed
2: this. Is it in Eastern Europe's country?
1: Uh, No.
2: No. I felt like it was like Hungary or.
1: Okay. You're kind of close. Ki- I mean, it's Turkey.
2: Yeah. I knew it. I knew it was yeah. over there. I knew Surprising. it was in that region. I,
1: I would never, never have guessed that. I think I would have said Norway, like something like that. Okay. But okay, it's turkey. All right. Uh, this one's easy, I hope. In the movie, It's a Wonderful Life. What happened every time a bell rang?
2: An angel got its wings.
1: An angel got its wings. All right. I'll give you two more. You ready for it? I'm Cornel?
2: dominating this ever since. I no, thought I was really in trouble it. after the eggnog one, but yeah, I'm dominating. It started
1: this hard. I, I'm going to end with another eggnog question just to go f- full circle, um, but I'll ask you one more in between. Going back to Christmas Carol, what was the first name of Scrooge?
2: Oh, Ebenezer.
1: Well done. Yes. And his last name,
2: his last name was McDuck.
1: (laughs) That's right. That's exactly right. All right. Last one. Which country did eggnog come
2: from? Chicken scratch, milk punch. (laughs) That feels Scandinavian. I'm going to go with Sweden.
1: It's England. England, eggnog from England. Yep. good time. All right.
2: the stupid English with their bad food probably you know, if, if <laughs> with their sense. milk
1: punch. They're ruining all of us. Hey, we'll be back again tomorrow from four to 6 PM for Brian from I'm Aubrey Sampson. And you've been listening to the common good on AM 1160. Hope for your life.